I've been on the ground for a long time. My girl say that's all I know. My mama told me, son, now it's your time. I told my mama that I know it's like. All right, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, we are back. Double Dose, the music show. We are here. The first heartbeat with CJ Kyles. And if you don't know by now, which you should know, but if you don't, my name is CJ Kyles, a.k.a. C90, a.k.a. Black Trendsetter CJ, Black Jet Setter CJ, a.k.a. Mr. Simply Amazing. And we are back with the music show. And tonight's topic, for tonight's topic, I have a couple guests with me, some familiar voices, if you will. Go ahead and introduce yourselves. My name is Ruth Bell, also known as Miss Fly Socially. I'm happy to be here on this Friday night. I'm looking to have some fun. Uh, judge, who was the 90 hottest artists? And who else do we got? Oh, you know what it is. You got Gabe. You know who I am. <laughs> Fitz. Mr. All, all Mr. that fly Fitz. shit. That's right, Mr. Fitz. You know, Mr. Absolutely in the building. We're about to get it all. About to get and, it in. Uh, yeah, this is about to be fun. I'm ready. Okay, so what we talking about right now is who was the king and queen of R&B in the 90s. This is a little bit more fun than the shows that I've had the last couple of weeks with the, little, with the seriousness of the riots and all that. So I figured let's just have some fun. We might even be able to play a couple, a couple clips if Facebook don't be on the bullshit tonight. So ladies and gentlemen, who was the king and queen of R&B in the 1990s? Now, I was born in 1990. I was born in 1990, so... I was very young from the middle of the 90s through the trip through the end of the 90s. And but I, I know a little something, but I've always liked to hear people discuss who was the king and queen of 90s R&B. So, Gabe, I'm going to let you if you if you could pick three, we're going to start with the queen first. Let's get the ladies. Let's, let's, let's ladies first. Who would you say were the top three? And out of those top three, who would you say were the queens of R&B? In the nineties, who would you okay. say, Gabe? But then we gonna start. Matter, of, Reese, are you ready yet, or, or should we go with Gabe first? No, you know this is so much pressure for me. Um, no, I wouldn't even say I'm ready yet. Okay, well, Gabe, we we gonna we gonna start with you. Go ahead, Gabe. Okay. Um, I understand the question has no bearing on talent. What we are not talking about. This question yeah, has no. This, this this question has no bearing on talent. You have to the, the the way that this is about to work is not because of the person had had a better voice. Because there's a lot of people who had amazing voices that didn't quite get to that upper echelon of fame that they should have gotten. Okay, so real so, quick so before you begin, talking, so we we counting sales, we counting what we're notoriety. Talking, we're, talking, we're talking notoriety. We're talking sales. We're talking uh, number one hits. We're talking uh, video rotation, all of that. Okay, go ahead. That's what we're Top three. We're not, I'm not talking. I'm not talking talent. So I'm talking talent. This list and this whole conversation goes a completely different direction. Okay, top three. Give me your top three. Then after you give me your top oh, three, I'm gonna have Reese give me her top three queens. Then I'm gonna give y'all my top three. So top three. Uh, what the criteria that we're talking about? Right. Um, I said Mary J. Blige. Uh-huh. Um, 
I say Brandy. Uh huh. And uh, uh, gotta say Mariah Carey. Mariah, ah, Mariah Carey. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Why? Why did you pick those women? Why did you pick those women? Again, like I said. Um, now, was Mariah Carey uh, really R and B in the nineties, or was she more pop? Oh, she was R and B. Okay. She was R and B. She had that. She had that crossover. She was white, so oh. she had that crossover feel. White people was gonna like her regardless, but her her songs. Make no mistake about it, was was R and B. It was soul. Because when that girl sang, she sang. What would you say, so you talk, in your opinion, was her? Fantasy, sweetheart, always be my baby. All those songs are R and B, man. I mean, they they got pop appeal, so they 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 laid on the pop charts as well. But she was R and B. Okay, you said Mariah Carey, and who else? Brandy. I said Brandy and Mary J. Blige. Mary J. Blige. Explain why you put Mary J. in the top three. Again, notoriety, number one hits, times on the charts. I mean, Mary J. Blige, from her very first album, uh, with, uh, What's the 411, you know, all the way yeah. until has had constant hits on every album, multiple hits off every album. She's always in the top 10, top 20 She's always breaking the top 100 billboard. Like that woman has not seen a time where, where some, uh, either her entire album or at least two or three singles hasn't broken the top 100 billboard. It's just what it is. Mary J. Blige, again, has nothing to do with her singing talent, but for what she does and her fan base or whatever, whatever, whoever's carrying her over, the woman cannot be denied that she dominated the charts. She was everywhere. Would you consider Mary J. Blige a good singer? Okay, Reese, top three, yes. and then later on at the end of the top three, we gonna we gonna each state who is our personal queens of R and B. And everybody, make sure you chime in us listening live right now on Facebook and gonna be rebroadcasted on YouTube. Uh, Maria Shebad Wood said R Kelly and Aaliyah are the kings and queens of R and B. Ray Jones yes. said Gabe is a mutual friend with every chick from the Facebook dating app. Oh, my God. Then he also said Gabe is a Casanova. I hit the X on all those chicks. Mm, mm, mm. What? Yeah. What did that dude talk about? Nothing. Not, nothing at all. Nothing at all. But Ray, but Ray Jones felt he felt that it was important to make that popular, to make that known. But I'm going to go ahead with Reese. Reese, start with your first female R&B singer of the 90s. Who do you got? 
it up because of Gabe might have said that. Oh, well, he did say that. Uh, oh, I'm going to tell somebody you might not think, but it's pop. I'm going to go with Janet Jackson. Okay. 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 And I'm going to piggyback off of one of our uh, our, our tune-inners, whatever you call uh, it, better way to put that, but uh, Aaliyah. That could be my three. Like, as far as even emerging, keeping it popping, um, being innovative, um, they all would fit in that category at some point. They so you, on certain genres. You they, said Aaliyah? You, you said Aaliyah, Janet Jackson, and who else? And uh, Mary J. Blige. Mary J. Blige. Okay. Now, why yeah. now why did you oh, pick why wow. did you pick Mary? Now Janet, okay, I can rock with Janet. Now, but why would you why did you pick Janet? I mean, uh Mary J. Let's start with Mary J first. Well, I have to tap into uh when when I was that age, how uh, how she was represented in my eyes. Like I was seeing her, she was always a trendsetter, which is big in the African American community. She had uh different songs that she kinda she was able to uh hone into. So it wasn't just one one level that she was touching in on. So I like that because I mean, her audience. Would you consider Mary? Not just okay, with, uh, I can rock. My age, but a diverse amount of maybe 30, 40 year old women. And uh, she was just always dope. Like she just always had, she just had always had hood anthems. And black people love hood anthems. Did she shit on, did, was she shitting on men? Did Mary J do a lot of shitting on men? Reese, did she shit on men? From a black woman's friend. point of view, correct? And I think I think that's what I think that's what got her popularity going was because Gabe, did she know, shit on men? Did she shit on men, Gabe? She shit on some men. Okay. She shit on the, she shit on the men that fell into that category, and then, unfortunately, there's a lot of men that fell into the category of guys that she was thinking about. Mm. I mean, she was talking KC. about what? KC. KC. KC from. Casey's from Jersey. Is it you safe to I mean? is it safe you know, to assume that is it safe to assume that KC wasn't shit? I was off from that time. They had drug problems. They both had drugs. They both had drugs. Ain't shit part of themselves. Well, yeah, you know. <laughs> you said, Joe, KC was part of Jersey. Man, you could, it wasn't a city that Jersey could go into, and they wouldn't get thrown pussy. <laughs> It just, it's just not one. Not one, huh? It's just not one. Not one. I don't care how small that city was. <laughs> or It didn't matter. They could have been going to Tuckaluka, Oklahoma. It wouldn't have fucking matter. Mary couldn't compete with that, huh? No. Nah, now, now, now on the wild scale, no. Nah. Okay. Okay. So, nah. so, Reese, you don't feel like she made songs to shit on men either, right? No, I think she, she, she came in with the telling it how it is part of um, part of music history, you know. But that's what, that's what made Mary. But that's what made Mary famous, Chris. Uh-huh. She told it. Now she told her story, and women resonated with it because a lot of women went through the same thing. Right. She wasn't one, she wasn't one of those people that made okay. songs for the sake of of just shitting on the man because she was bitter at men. She just made songs to tell her story, in hopes that somebody else has went through it too. And they can feel it like she feel it. Right. Right. And I think that's that's the difference. Like she didn't come she wasn't okay. doing it so, as a bitter so, woman. She was doing it because she went through it and heard her and she wanted to put her point of view out there on that on that point. Because just as much as she made songs to shit on men, she's made songs to uplift them too. 
Okay. He's made songs. He's made songs to to celebrate, you know, black men and black love and stuff like that. It's just that, unfortunately, she's had more heartache than good times. All right. Well, like anything else, you can only say what you know. Okay. Well, let me let me read y'all some of these comments so far. Uh, Ray Jones said, "I had to get that out." I guess he was referring to when you was doing your Casanova shit. Um, Try God London says, "Do you think Aaliyah would have been bigger than Beyonce if she had not died?" Uh, Ray Jones says, <laughs> "Fall back off KC. I'm not having it." I'm guessing he a big KC fan. Well, let me ask y'all that real quick. Had Aaliyah not died. Would she have been bigger than Beyonce? Reese, let me start with you. Do you think she would have been bigger than Beyonce? Yeah, I mean, you're talking about the order of appearance. I mean, she was here first, and she she was kind of honing into the, uh, she had a hip-hop, like, the 90s was all about hip-hop trendy, uh, telling it like it is, but still having a woman independent. She totally tapped into that. So if she had discovered that, or if she had uh, been in the midst of that longer, yeah, she would have got a little bit more rep because you're talking about a singular person who had started already as opposed to a group of four people. That's when Beyonce started, four of them, and they were cookie cutters. She was always like, I'm with my niggas, we in the streets. You know what I'm saying? People kind of related to that more, especially in that time, that era. So she would have been, yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Well, Beyonce would have been big. Well, she had been bigger than Beyonce. Absolutely. I mean, in the, in the, in the short period of time that Aaliyah had, she was already doing more than Beyonce had 15, almost 20 years into the game. Hmm. I mean, Aaliyah, Aaliyah came, I mean, when her, when her album, when her first album uh, came out, you know, she was young. She was super young. The album did extremely well, though. Age ain't nothing but a number. It, 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 it did. No, Age ain't but a number on her first album. Wasn't who first album? Aaliyah's? Age, yeah. it was? Yes, it was. Age, number, Wait, no, 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 no. Yeah, age, age, number, number was our first album. Excuse me, I'm sorry. I'm thinking of one in a million, but age, age, but number was our first album. Okay. So she she took a step back. She she distanced herself from R. Kelly. Came back out with Timberland. And and murdered it. It just murdered it. Like she 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 found. Her voice, she found her independence. She found the lane that she wanted to go in. And mm-hmm. she and she was getting she overdrive. Okay, and, so and let's time, just say let's say Aaliyah never let's say Beyonce is on the same exact path that she's taken, and Aaliyah just happens to be alive. I mean, it's almost impossible to say because we don't know what Aaliyah would have done. But with everything well, Beyonce let's, let's has accomplished. She already had, hold on. She already had movie deals. She had movie deals in the works already, other movie deals, other than the ones that she had already accomplished. She was getting bigger roles and bigger roles. Uh, she had offered, they had offered her um, a couple of movies of, uh, of uh, what they call biography movies. Okay. For her to play other people. Like, those, it was things like that on the table. And at the time she was about to marry, she was dating Dame Dash. Dame Dash at the time was what Jay-Z is, was kind of almost like what Jay-Z is now. I mean, this is before Rockefeller broke up and everything. So this is back when Jay-Z and Dave Dash was like brothers. So with all that so she, and everything Beyonce so has done up. now, you still think Aaliyah would have been bigger than Beyonce? Well, 
Oh yeah, because it, uh, again, Aaliyah reached a lot of stuff that Beyonce was already doing at a much earlier time in her career. Yeah. Okay. Well, I, I'm gonna tell you. Let me tell you. Let me tell you, let me tell you what I think. Side by side. Let me, yeah. let, let me tell you what I think. I think had Beyonce stayed on the exact same path, Aaliyah would have eventually been the fuck out of here. I'm, I'm going to just say that Aaliyah would have been out of here. Not saying that she wouldn't have had a career, but I'm saying she would she would not have been as big as Beyonce because when you go look back at it, hold on, hold on. When you go back and look at Aaliyah's career, when you go look at Aaliyah's career, Aaliyah was not that great of a dancer. And Aaliyah's voice was not as, as, as good as Beyonce's. I'm sorry, but it wasn't. It wasn't. Beyonce could it, Beyonce could outperform her. She could outperform her. Let's just compare it now to then. It's, I know it's unfair, but I'm just saying, comparing now to then, I don't think Aaliyah, even back when she tried to do her look, I, I don't think she could out-entertain Beyonce. It's, I, I just don't. I don't think she could out-entertain Beyonce. I really don't believe that. What you have to understand is that puts you in two totally different categories. It's not about, it's just like Janet Jackson. Janet Jackson is not the best singer in the world, but you put that bitch on the stage, she can outperform that with anybody you put her next to. You can't, it, to outperform Janet, you got to be a bad motherfucker. That's, that's fair. You know what I'm saying? That's fair. And, 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 that, and that's just, that's just what it is. But that don't, Aaliyah may not have had the performance part of it, but she had the stage presence. She she had the stage commandment, and I think that she would have that she would have definitely done better than Beyonce because people wanted her. Beyonce just so happened to be able to fill that void that she left. No, and it's like when, when people are when people are hungry for something, and you fill it with something else. Beyonce just so happy to benefit from that. She did. Died. What? I think Beyonce. Why she can't get a little? Uh, I don't know about that one, man. I I don't I don't know about that one. I think I think Beyonce. I think Beyonce is a little overrated. That's just my opinion. Oh. Overall, as a as a singer. Oh. I think she's good. I think she's a good performer. I think that you know for what she. But what she's accomplished today, she's she's done amazing. I feel she's like done an amazing job. Okay, I feel like as far as Beyonce is concerned, overrated. Oh, that to me that's disrespectful. That is highly disrespectful. Beyonce is a lot of things, but overrated ain't one. There is literally no female performer in 2020 who can outperform Beyonce. It ain't no, it, there is no female, name one female performer that can sing, dance, do all that shit like Beyonce can. And I don't mean to make this show about Beyonce, but I've said on numerous shows that I am the straightest member of the Beehive. Yes, I'm a Beyonce stand, but I'm being fair in the game. Who can out, name one, one, one female right now. In 2020, who can outperform Beyonce? Just one. Okay, we again. You talking about two totally different things? No, but you, you called her overrated, her. though. I call her overrated because I'm looking at her. Body, I'm looking at her body of work. 
I'm looking at the fact that, in my opinion, and in a lot of other people's opinions too, that fucking dangerously in love was the best she was gonna get out of Beyonce. What? That, that, that dangerously in love album. That dangerously in love album was the best thing that Beyonce has done musically. It was the niggas? most complete album. It was the most complete album. It had the most sense off that album. That was her only album to me that I stood up there and ran it from track one to track whatever at the end and not skip a song. And not skip a song. Reese, tell me you don't agree right. with this nonsense. At this point, yeah, I mean, I think Beyonce put her work in. I think she did. She filled a void, but I think she filled a void uh, to the, uh, a larger extent. Like he's saying that uh, Beyonce came with a little bit more. She she did. Aaliyah did kind of have a moody vibe. Uh, still, that's kind of the lane she stuck to. I will say about Beyonce, she switched it up concurrently, and she's remained um, at that same speed since the beginning. So, I mean, I don't know. That's how I feel about her. Well, she had a big, she had a bigger and much better engine driving her, and I give her that. Like I said, I'm not taking nothing away from what that woman has accomplished. That woman has made herself a bigger, better version of Janet Jackson. <laughs> I, would, I would give her that. She can't stand on her own with you. Man, you have lost. You have lost your mind. Now, why she can't stand on her own? Because she's. She's not doing nothing that I haven't seen before, but she's doing it better. Like, her, like I said, her, you watch her perform on the stage. I've seen Janet Jackson do it better. Okay. So, okay. 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 All right. I, 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 I give you one. I'll give you this. Let me, I'll give you this. Between. Okay. Let's even go back to the past. Fine. All around. And I mean all around. Do you think Janet Jackson is an all-around better, better, all-around better than Beyonce? All-around better than Beyonce? No. Thank but you. You talk about performing. If I, you talk about performing, Janet can perform. Old Janet, old older Janet, younger Janet, can I perform Beyonce? Yes. To me. Okay. All right. Well, let me give you my top three. Um, but the beehive, y'all heard what he said. He called her overrated. He called her overrated. Yes, he did. But um, let me give y'all my top three. My top three. R&B, greatest singers of the 90s. Uh, and this ends in no particular order before I name my queen of R&B in the 90s. My first one, I'm going to rock with Miss Brandy Norwood. Miss Brandy Norwood. I have to give it to Brandy Norwood, one of them. Top three queens. I'm talking R&B. Um, Monica. Monica Brown. All around queen of R&B. One of them. And for my third one, I'll give it to you. I'll give it to Miss Aaliyah. The queen of the you queens of. Monica, huh? You said Monica? Yes, nigga. Monica. Oh, no, man. My, what? <laughs> Oh, nigga, you disrespectful now. Now you getting disrespectful now. I feel like she helped bake the cake, but she didn't necessarily put all the ingredients in. But hey. What? I feel what you said on that, Bessel. I feel what you said on that. I 
I think I'm gonna, and I'm gonna go over that with saying Monica again. <laughs> we're not talking about talent, Chris. Talent wise, yes, Monica's fucking awesome. That girl's voice is better than everybody in my top three. I will give you that. But what we're talking about is relevancy, record sales, and all the rest of that shit. Monica don't measure up to nobody in our three categories. Unfortunately. Because yeah. she only got really like two songs you really can remember. They they was the, the shit. Two songs was the shit. Yeah. That, that don't they, take it personal and why I love you so much was like her two songs out the 90s. Okay. All right. I, I'll give you that. I'll give you that. And then she didn't come back to like the end of the 90s with that Boy Is Mine album with her and Brandy. Then right. that's when her career started to kind of it started to kind of take off a little more and she started to do a little bit more. But we're talking about just the 90s? No, nah, she don't she don't quite she don't quite fit the bill. Mm. Mm. Okay. I can give you that. I, I give you that one. All right. I definitely I, I give you that one. All right. Well, so out of those three that you picked, out of those three that y'all picked, who would you say is the queen of R and B in the nineties? Mary J. Blige. I'ma say Brandy. I'ma say Brandy. I'ma say Brandy. Oh my god. Shoot yourself. I think y'all, I think y'all forget how big Brandy was, my nigga. No, we're not forgetting how big she was, but she wasn't Mary J. Blige level. Nigga, she yeah, was, she was bigger than Mary J. Blige. Oh shit! Brandy was bigger than Mary J. Blige, my nigga. No, 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 no. What Brandy was, Brandy was a Diet Coke version of Mary J. Blige. <laughs> well, Whitney Houston. Well, Whitney, Whitney didn't dominate. Whitney dominated two decades, if you want to go that way. Because Whitney dominated the 80s and the 90s. That's Respectfully, we're we not talking about Whitney right now. We, we, talking, yeah, so about, yeah. we talking about Brandy, what? the queen of R&B in the 90s. No. No, no, no. No, 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 sir. But I, put, I put Brandy and Mary J. Blige in the same category as far as their voices. Because they both they both had the same problem. Once once Brandy realized what to do with her voice, she's good. But the minute she tries to overstep, it all falls apart. She doesn't. Her, her voice. Do I gotta? Do I gotta? Has, okay. All right. She has a box. As long as she stays in that box with her voice, it's good. Like the song "Broken Hearted" with her voice to me. Yes, and everybody good. loves that song. It's a it's a great song. And Brandy stayed within her box in that song. Angel in the Skies, nigga, that. classic record. Have you have you ever classic record, nigga? Okay, that one right there. Have you ever? Now she tried she's when she hit that note at the end, that's when you knew Brandy was fucked. Well, she tried to hit that last, have you ever, at the end. Nigga, you said this ain't about the best voice. You said that. No, but what I'm saying is, what I'm saying is about Brandy is how, that's what I'm trying to compare her voice with, 
when she tries to go outside of her comfort zone, when she tries to go outside of what her voice could actually do, she she's fucked. And it shows badly. Now, you want to talk about hit for hit? You want to go record for record? She still don't compare to Mary J. Blige. You want to talk about video for video? You want to talk about platinum record for platinum record? She still don't compare to Mary J. Blige. All right, we can. I, I, I got time today. I, I got time today, so I'm, I'm finna. I'm, I'm finna pull up. I'm finna pull up the hits. I'm, I'm finna pull up the hits. I got time, people. I got time today. Brandy, Brandy hits don't even. She don't even reach half of Mary J. Blige's. Especially just talk about. Now we 90s. talk. Now we talking about nineties, right? We talk about Brandy don't even measure up. Okay. In the nineties, she had. I want to be down. Uh, sitting in my room. Best friend. Baby. Um, baby. Missing you. And top of the world. Top of the world. The boy is mine. That was ninety nine, two thousand. The boy is mine. Was the the boy is mine is ninety eight. Oh, they shot that ninety eight. Yes, that was ninety eight. Have you ever? Uh-huh. Almost doesn't count. Uh-huh. Angel in disguise. Fire. Okay. Yeah, but Mary got like a whole album. Like you call that <laughs> No, these, these, these is hits. Now now we now now I'm about to go I'm I'm gonna be fair. I'm about to go down and, and, and name Mary I'm Hits. Not even at a phone. I'm not even looking at a phone and I can name you ten hits of Mary J. Blige off the top of my head. I didn't even have to look up. All right, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> go ahead. I'm going down. Okay. Um, I was I'm going down. Um, I'm the only woman you need. She didn't realize. Was that a hit? Was I'm the only woman you yeah. need a hit? <laughs> was that really a hit record, nigga? Or are you just naming songs? <laughs> If you want, if you okay, let's take. I'll take that out. I still keep going. Um, not go cry. I'm going down. Okay. Mary Jane. Um, Mary Mary Jane. Uh, Um, what's the four one one? Oh, can we keep going? Oh, yes, we can. Um. (laughs) Oh shit! What's the what? Hell, she did a song with KC. With KC. Mm. Um, I can't think of the name of it, but it was a hit. Um, I think that's about it, my nigga. <laughs> oh hell no! Oh hell no! As far as the nineties is no. as, as far as the nineties is concerned, I believe that's about it. Oh no! I believe that's about it. What you say? Oh no! Hold on. Go ahead. I'm giving you a few more minutes. Go ahead. A few more seconds. Go ahead. Oh, dude. Oh, we, oh, we, oh, we still going? Oh. Oh, I thought you. I thought you was done. Cause that ain't more than what. Oh, no. <laughs> I mean. Oh, no. allow, allow me to retort. Allow, allow me to retort. All right. Go ahead. Go ahead. 
now. And don't forget Missing You by Brandy with uh, Tamia, Gladys Knight, and Shaka Khan. Don't forget that one. Oh, y'all said that? They, yeah. Y'all said that? Oh, okay. I, I thought you didn't put no respect on her name. Okay. I thought y'all didn't put no respect on Brandy's name with that one, but that, okay. You got, you got real love. You said real love already. No, I did say real love, yeah. Yeah, you did. That was the first yeah. one you said. You said no, real love, like then you said the 4 one what's the 411? Okay. Well, you said love, what about love, no... Love No Limit. You remind me, Sweet Thing. Sweet Thing. Was that a hit record, nigga? Or are you just naming songs yes, you like? It was. <laughs> no, Sweet Thing was a hit, nigga. Sweet Thing was a hit. Was the. <laughs> the one, the one heard Katie was I Don't Want to Do Anything Else. Okay. Well, that, was, that was a hit. Let I mean, me you got, let me read some of these comments. I mean, you, you, let me read some of these comments, cause we got we got some comments coming in. We got some comments coming in. Uh, okay. Try God London says no, no way. Monica was two minutes of a two hour movie. She wasn't doing numbers. Drina said we talking about singing. Jason Brown said Aaliyah. Drina said Mary J was killing the nineties. Uh, Young O said R Kelly and Mary J. Uh. He replied to him, say, hell yes. And Jason said, maybe Mariah Carey. Miley, shout out to Mika. Miley, she says, Mary J and Brandy, Janet Jackson. Uh, then she started naming songs. Seven Days, Mary J had the 90s. Uh, she said, not going to cry, everything. And then she said, Mariah Carey. Okay. All right. So you, so, so out of your top three, you, so out of your top three, out of your top three, you saying, not you saying, you saying Mary J, queen of the 90s, hands down. Hands down. Reese, is that what yeah. you're saying, too? Yeah, that's uh, well, slightly anonymous. Okay. Uh, well, me, you know how I'm saying, Brandy. So let's get to the fellas. I, we paid the respect to the women. Let's get to the fellas. I need the top three. Fellas. I need the top three R&B niggas from the 90s. I'm going to start with Gabe. That's Go ahead. Her, I'm going to need to. That's her, man, because. Like we said earlier, there was no one real dude that was just killing it in the nineties like that on the R and B tip. I it mean, was it was, yeah, it was more. Yeah, the nineties was groups and women. I mean, you know, I mean, you could count Michael Jackson if you want to, because Mike, mm -hmm. you know, he did his, he, he killed the nineties. He did. I mean, what about what about what about Usher? I was definitely going to say him. Usher, you, Usher. you just said fuck Usher. I'm not, I wouldn't call him the, I wouldn't say that he did enough in the 90s, though. Usher didn't really start but, coming but, to his own film. See, okay, well, let me give you my top three in the 90s. I was going to say Usher, I was going to say Bobby Brown, and I was going to say R. Kelly. Bobby did not get no love for the 90s. I didn't Bobby. Bo I well. Bobby. <laughs> I feel like he popped in and out. <laughs> well, he, only did, he only had one album or two. <laughs> he had two albums of the whole night. Oh, yeah, that Bobby album we had on the leather. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The one we tried to get about. <laughs> I know you want more. 
<laughs> don't chew me, but yeah, go ahead, go ahead. Right go. My shout, shout out to Bobby on that one. Well, go ahead now. What was you? So <laughs> hey, that nigga Bobby was so happy to be on a feature. He ain't know what to do. He ain't care if it was Ja Rule. That nigga was. If y'all have not seen that video, YouTube that shit. Man. Bobby is, is happy as a sissy with a bag of dicks. Man. That nigga is. <laughs> He is going. He don't know what to do with himself. Mm-hmm. That nigga so happy to be on the, on the hit. Man, that nigga, yeah, know what to do. He said, "But okay, okay. So yeah, we could. Yeah, now that I think about it, we could take Bobby out of there. Um. So I, okay, I got Usher and Kells. Who? Oh, now nah, who would you say? You said it's really not one guy. No, because R. Kelly. What R. Kelly ain't run the nineties. R. Kelly probably. Probably he came the closest. Nigga, the closest. He was the 90s, nigga. In R&B. Yeah. I don't know, man, because if you want to run it, if you want to go there, Kels, yeah, Kels did a lot. But shit, he was running He was running up there with Luther, too. Luther had a lot of hits, had a hit to the 90s. In the 90s? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So he was popping like that in the nineties. Luther Vandross. Was it skinny Luther or was it fat ass Luther? It was skinny Luther. It was small Luther. It was small Luther, but still. Yeah, but okay. He was the nineties. He was he was slow food nineties, but he was the nineties. He was your mama part of the nineties. Yeah. I know for a fact that nigga ain't had more hits than R. Kelly. Now I understand y'all paying respects to the OG, but I know for a fact he ain't had more hits than r kelly in the 90s let's stop bullshitting nah. he, r kelly was freaky he was a kid that's what you was trying to hear um <laughs> luther vandross was your parents type of you know what i'm saying that was his vibe but, but he was, was he running was but was he running the 90s though that's what i'm asking yes, your mama. like your mama your mama age our age wanted to be freaky your mama age luther was that man, that man was luther making freaky music no, I wasn't. He didn't have to. That nigga said, he I'm going to for one night. That nigga's just going to oh for one night. He was real nice about it. Uh, so y'all niggas telling me, R- you telling me Luther Vandross got more hits than R. Kelly or just as many hits as R. Kelly on the night. Is that what y'all telling me? Yeah, but he, if, if he wasn't your vibe, you wasn't fucking with him. But he was still consistent. Because in the 90s, Luther did, he did that, Um, he, he did it. He did the uh, what's my jig? Wait, I got people name. I got I got people naming people though. People saying Babyface. People yeah. people saying people saying Keith Sweat. Yeah. No. Keith Sweat didn't People saying Tevin Camp. People saying Tevin Campbell. Man, he ain't running, but he. Can we talk for a minute? Babyface would have made my list. Kells would have made my list. Brian McKnight? Brian McKnight? Brian McKnight? Um, and see, this, this is why I say it's hard to pick a king because all these dudes y'all naming were good. And they all were there, but none of them dominated. Johnny Gill. Because everybody else. <laughs> it ain't Danny coming in. Ralph Transvet. <laughs> yeah, he was like, you said. 
Who said Ralph Trails? <laughs> I did. <laughs> I'm about to say, who else said Ralph Trails? Kick that nigga off the page. Um, but yeah, that's why I said. Gerald Levert? He didn't run the 90s. He was there. He was representing for the fat ass niggas? He was with Levert. He was in the group. Keith Washington? Keith Washington? No, 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 no. No. Nigga Christopher Williams? That nigga was 80s. Well, early 90s. Early 90s. He whooped Holly Berry's ass, didn't he? Did he not? Peebo Bryson? Right. Peebo in there. I'll be sure. Can you throw I'll be sure in there? Nah, not for the nights. Al B was an 80s. He was, he was like in the 80s. He was the first. He was the first. That light skin. He was the end of the 80s. I would call him for the night. Okay, I'm saying early 90s. What about Prince? Prince Prince actually fell into the R&B category. Like, Prince, he has a... He has a couple of R&B songs, but he's not quite, he's not an R&B artist. So, like, some songs have crossover to R&B appeal, but for the most part, I would put Prince as an as a, as a R&B king, because that's not what he did. That was his music. Okay. All right. So, Reese, I mean, are you but, pretty much agreeing with what Gabe said, or, like, do you have your own particular list of who you think ran it, or what? I mean, I think you got uh, what you call it, uh, sensual hip hop R&B artists, and you got uh, just straight classic R&B artists. And I think the '90s was full of that. You 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 had so many people that was doing their thing. Kind of hard to devise to me to devise to drop to devise a whole list of it. it it's just kind of like we didn't name. So I many just feel like I feel like y'all didn't put no respect on Usher name at all, though. Like at like you get. All the people you name deserve respect in their own right. But he like wasn't even y'all, y'all, he wasn't even an afterthought to y'all. It was just like, eh, all right, he was young. But like niggas forget how big My Way was. Like the album My Way was huge. <laughs> My Way was a big album, and niggas forget how big that album was. Nigga Usher, I know that wasn't his first album, but Usher came in the game killing shit. He I'm, did, but he didn't run the tutelage in the 90s. He wasn't so, what? Yeah, he was nobody was really taking him serious. Nobody was really taking him serious like with my eight. I mean, him in the doing the video with Tyrese with the clown paint on and shit. But nobody really <laughs> taking that shit seriously. So when he no. did when he did that uh when he did that eighty seven oh one that's what that's what niggas start playing attention. Yeah, but nigga, but my way, but don't act like nigga. All the hits that came off my way, nigga, don't act like that wasn't a big album. Nice and slow, my way. You make me wanna. Come on, man. That's three. He got better Nigga, that three off your first album, nigga. You got three number one hits. I mean, come on. Oh yeah, we didn't. Didn't nobody mention genuine? Y'all niggas disrespectful as fuck. Uh, genuine, he had 
had that one song that rolled through the 90s, I feel. He had Pony. Pony rolled through the 90s. No, no man. Pony, he did more than Pony. Yeah, I know yeah, he did Pony. more than Pony. But that was the that Pony that rolled through the 90s. The nineties was sexually fused. That's what I was. Damn, that's some real shit though. Like, they, I think was was a uh, was a uh, pony it in the nineties. No, you had you had tell me you had tell me do you want him? He had a um, pony. He, yeah, he, he, he had like three or four uh, number one hits that album. Not to mention he did that uh, uh that remake of When Doves Cry that that was a hit. Trash. Trash. <laughs> Trash. Why would he trash. do some shit like that? That shit was trash. I thought just like when Ali, just like when Aaliyah did it, trash. Yeah. Trash. Yeah. Yeah. So, hey, but Aaliyah killed that that uh, Isley Brother remake though. I'm trying yeah. to think. So yeah, I'm looking at. So what's so different? It's. A, Oh yeah, he did have so anxious. That was the nineties. That was ninety nine, but that was the nineties though. Yeah. Ninety eight. Same OG. What's the difference? Yeah, None of your friends. Yeah. yeah, niggas ain't putting respect on genuine names. Same old. Yep, she's out of my. Yeah, okay. Well, but see, you gotta understand that for for male for male driven music in the nineties, it is so it was so wide, it was so broad. Montel was so Jordan. Big. Again, Montel, no, no. no. <laughs> that nigga did. This is how we do it. And then you didn't hear from that nigga again for like eight years. <laughs> yeah, that nigga, that nigga was in that movie with uh Beyonce, Fighting Temptation. Oh my God. We Going down. He's have a sexual addiction though. That's why he had slow down. He was married. Nobody knew that shit. What about what about married. Maxwell? Was Maxwell really a oh, '90s nigga, God. or was he an early 2000s? No, early 2000s. He, not, uh, he was around in the '90s, but he didn't he didn't get like notoriety and popularity until like the early 2000s. What, was it uh this woman's work? Did that come out in the '90s? No, that was that was a. Uh, that, Eleven basketball, so that was what, two thousand and one. Yeah, he. No. <laughs> no, that had to be nineties. No, it's early two thousand. No. This woman's one. This woman's one. Well, before that. Uh, when did this woman? Uh, people in the comments. When did this woman's work come? With this woman's worth come out or work? When did that shit drop? Had, uh, this woman. That shit came out like the early two thousand, like oh one oh two. Really? Just look up the fucking movie Love and Basketball. Cause that was that was the, that, that was on the soundtrack. It came out ninety seven. The song came out ninety. It's from this. From what it's saying, the song came out ninety seven. Yeah, that song was old before we heard it. He one of them niggas that was still getting paid, but you didn't know it in the, the industry. But you ain't really know his name. He was too. Neo Soul wasn't really back then. It was starting to come out, so he kind of got his little money. No, like I said, he was a rock. What about D'Angelo? Nobody said D'Angelo. Uh, Again, D'Angelo didn't dominate shit. Okay. He had his first album. He had some hits off of that album. Then that nigga disappeared. And then you ain't see that nigga get to his ass naked, standing <laughs> on the fucking podium, <laughs> spinning around in the circle. <laughs> How did 
doesn't you know? feel. Right, right. <laughs> it's like he's cold as hell to your lip part. Right. Right. So, hey, I was looking for and it. And you don't put that nigga on the map, though. Business was loving it. But how can y'all people say people. how can y'all say R. Kelly was just what like R. Kelly literally ran the nineties, dog. Bro, you gotta understand, uh, Chris, what the nineties Yeah, R. Kelly may have had the most consistency, maybe. That's why I say he makes the list. But the nineties had so many heavy hitters and so many songs and, and people that came out that no no one person just ran it from Whenever to whenever, it was all it was done the same. As people come out, they blow up for a minute. They fall because it was always somebody there. That that male R and B genre was so condensed and so saturated, you know, over overly saturated. I would even say. So it was just hard. But you got to understand too. Half the niggas y'all talking about R. Kelly wrote for too. So still, that's still chaos. Well, not, I mean, well, now, again, we talk about writing. That's all another thing, because then you got to make Babyface the case. Because Babyface yeah, wrote. Babyface yeah, wrote All right, let, let me just name, let me just, let me just name some, some of Kel's hits real quick. Let me just briefly do it. Honey Love, Sex Me. That's his first album. Bump and Grind, Your Body's Calling. These are hits, and I ain't just naming records I like. A lot of these records I don't I don't remember, really. Uh, you remind me of something. The download. That was like that came out in '97. I can't. I, can't, I believe I can fly. That Got, was a hit. Gotham City. What's that? <laughs> What's that one he made two, two sex tapes. Made two movies about. Home. I don't know oh, Home Alone. I don't know Home Alone. I don't know Home Alone. Oh, that's uh, him and Keith Murray. Yeah. That was a hit. Half on a baby. I'm your angel with oh, Celine. I, 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 I'm your angel with Celine Dion. When a woman's yeah, fed up. Yeah. Did you ever think with Nas? If I could turn back the hands of time. These is hits. That's that's a whole that's niggas literally whole I named a whole album of hits, and it's just the nineties. This one decade. Kel Kel's been around for thirty years. What you talk? But here's, here's what you what you also gotta understand, Chris. A lot of songs you named were all on the same album. So what? Right. Okay. So look. Uh, okay. So look. So, she's got that vibe. Came out ninety one. Honey love. Honey love came out ninety two. Slow dance. Hey love. Dedicate. I don't know none of them, so I don't. I don't even consider them hits. Okay. So 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 but. Bump and grind, your body's calling. That came out ninety four. That's what he stole Air Hall. Look, <laughs> you remind me of something came out ninety five. The download came out ninety six. That was the third album. I believe I can fly came out ninety six. Gotham City came out ninety seven. Half on a baby came out. Half on a baby came out ninety eight. When the woman's fed up came out in '98. Uh, Did you ever think came out '98? If I could turn back the hands of time came out in '99. Hold on, Chris. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. You said I believe I can fly came out when? I believe I can fly came. I believe I can fly came out '96. 
It was yeah, I remember that album because my my pops had it. But but what I'm saying is these these songs still dominated. Like you can you okay out of all the niggas that you name, can you name a nigga in the '90s with consistent hits like that? Just consistent hits like that, hit after hit after hit after hit. It's not one. It's it's not one nigga. That's what. That's why by default. Kells has to be the king of the R&B niggas in the 90s. Because I'm talking about... Ke- huh? Uh, Babyface. Baby he wrote people albums. Um, he made his own songs. And he put a lot of people on. So that, to me, would dominate. You got a point there. Well, if that's the case, Kells wrote for Michael Jackson. I mean, Kells wrote for a lot of people. No. He wrote for Celine Dion. I mean, he if you're going to throw that in there. I think he got more people. He okay. Can, yeah, I might say Babyface wrote for way more people than Kells. Okay, that's fine. You wrote for more. Let's say you wrote for more people, but he ain't still have his own hits. He ain't have his own hits like Kells did. I, I named you 10. 10, 11 hits from the, one decade alone. So, I mean, shit. And this is before 12 Play 2. Nigga, one of the greatest R&B albums ever made. This is before 12 Play 2. This two albums before 12 Play 2 full of hits. Nah. God damn it. Y'all better put, y'all better put some respect on Kale's name. Yeah, well, you can tell him. <laughs> y'all better put some... So, so for y'all final words, it... Who, in y'all personal opinion, who is y'all king of R&B? Y'all already said Mary J. I said Brandy for the queen. Who is y'all king of I, R&B? I still don't get your rationale. I still don't get your rationale behind that shit. I'm sorry. I'm try, I've been trying to wrap my brain around it, and I just don't get I mean, I guess maybe because of your age. And by the time you came out, but by the time you was, I mean, by the time you was born, that's when they was really pushing Brandy down people's throats. I won't lie. I had a. Really I, I won't lie. Make, I got a soft spot for Brandy. They was really trying to make Brandy like the next big thing. Like they, like she got Diana Ross's approval, and you know they gave her a little, the little um, Cinderella movie with Diana Ross or whatever. Moesha. Like really Moesha. Push, right. They they gave her own show, and they was really pushing the shit out of Brandy for a while to be like the next big whatever. And she's the but sister of one of the greatest R and B singers of all time, Ray J. Did you say that with a straight face? <laughs> Ray J, no, one of the greatest. 
working all day and now it's on pull up you don't pay and the line is long what nigga y'all better put some respect on ray j he got an indoor pool and outdoor pool that's the best song that nigga ever did y'all better put sexy can i just pardon my man what that is ray j song no, nigga, that was on his album. That's the nigga name is Young Bird. I know, but it's still it's Ray J featuring Young Bird. It's it's Ray J song. No, 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 no. You gotta look it up. Do your googles. Do your googles. Put some respect on one of the greatest R and B singers of all time, Ray J. I'm reading these comments, so they just gotta go back. Hey, Ray Jones, you better stop that dress shit, man. That shit ain't cool. <laughs> <laughs> Not at all. You want me, Ray? That nigga said, hey, <laughs> nigga, all the girls I'm trying to holler at on the Facebook app, nigga, you done hollered at them. Yeah, that's too much. You saw like he didn't even go to with you, daddy. That nigga said, you done, ho- you, you done holler at him. Hell no. Damn, Gabe, say some pussy for the other niggas, goddammit. Like, damn, bro. You could hit my inbox with that shit. You said we're trying to put it in the front street. Nigga, say some pussy for the rest of them. Damn. That nigga said it's crazy. Cut that dress, this shit out, man. Let me do that shit right, dog. He sound like he needs a hug. He do. That nigga sound like he needs a real motherfucker hug. Man. I give, I, give, I, I give you a good hug. Man. Shout out to Ray Jones with the dry snitching. Shout out to Ray Jones with the dry snitching. I hope none of your hoes is listening. Shout out to Ray Jones with the dry snitching, boy. Yeah, he put it, he put you out there. I ain't gonna lie. That nigga say every bitch I tried to talk to, you friends with him. You know what I'm friends with him? <laughs> What you should've did was ask if I could put a good word in for you. Right. Hey, hey. <laughs> he should've <laughs> he asked, hey, you know, Gabe. Is that a prerequisite before you fuck with a bitch, Ray? Do they know Gabe? <laughs> is that a prerequisite <laughs> question? Like if you fuck that nigga, I can't fuck you. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. We all know that nigga don't use condoms. But anyway, boys and girls, are you ready for the most anticipated part of the show? Highest view, anticipated. It's the joke of the day. Not weak no more, joke of the day. Now, here we go. Are you ready, Gabe? You ready, Reese? Oh, my God. Why? <laughs> Can I just hang up at this point? Nope, 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 nope. What concert just cost 45 cents? What concert? What concert costs just forty-five cents? Oh, I'm gonna regret this. Fifty cent, fifty cent featuring Nickelback. Thank you, boys and girls. That has been this week's episode or this day's episode of the First Heartbeat with CJ Kyle's. And if y'all want to hit me up, wow! If y'all want to hit me up, make sure you go to cjkyle's.com. A Twitter, YouTube, Facebook slash CJ Kyle's and Gabe and Reese. Tell them where they can find y'all at.
Hello. Well, y'all can find me. Y'all can find me on clearly on Facebook. I don't know what the fuck you talking about the Facebook dating app and shit, but I ain't on that shit. But whatever. But <laughs> yeah, I'm on Facebook. Gabriel Photoshop. I'll at me. I'll at me on Instagram. Six one hundred. That's F period. I period. T period. S one hundred. Get at your boy. It's a lovely thing. Reese, where can they find you? Yes, yes. I'm on Facebook, Sharice Bell, or you can find me on Instagram under Miss Sly Socially. Uh, bar's about to open back up. Uh, maybe I'll run into you. Uh, all positive, light, and love. Everybody be cool. All right, ladies hey, and gentlemen. Quick, Reese, Go ahead. Hey, hold on, real quick, before they open y'all back up. You said what? The, the bars? Yeah. Well, um... After next week, everything is slightly changing, but y'all gotta pray for me because they my um the the boss, which is also my cousin, the owner. She's saying we gotta get a corona test up the nose, so we got to go there. So I'm having intrepidation about that. But oh, you'll be all right. I got it. I mean, you'll be all right. It, I mean, it's just uncomfortable, but it don't hurt or nothing. It's just uncomfortable as fuck. No, nah, they don't do all that. But it, it, it's definitely uncomfortable. It's definitely uncomfortable. I ain't gonna lie to you. It's uncomfortable, but it's it's doable. You can do it. It's not long though. You'll be all right. I and see my mama get it. I want y'all to be on the lookout for also the new podcast that's coming next week called the Black, the New Black Jet Setter Podcast, and I'm gonna be featuring travel agents and people that just travel all around the world and get travel stories from them and travel advice and travel tips. So y'all be on the lookout for that. Y'all be on the lookout for the Traveling Heartbeats podcast, and y'all be on the lookout just for everything that's going on here, man. We got a lot of shit popping, and uh, I appreciate y'all tuning in, commenting, sharing, listening. It's been fun. So let me know next week as far as the music, what y'all want to talk about. What we going to do? Who we going to talk about next week? So I will holler at y'all boys and girls later. Gabe and, and, and Reese, thank y'all for joining me tonight. I appreciate it. All right. I'm sorry. Next week, maybe hit and misses. All the hit and misses. All right. All right, peace.